Well, hello, hello. This is Drive Time Thrive Time for Divorce Moms with Erin Breeze. And I have missed you. I had a sick kiddo last week, which meant no commute. So I have to say, this morning I am quite happy to have my my commute back. It's um it's interesting how that goes, right? Where we where we, we start to miss the thing that can sometimes feel like a um, an imposition or just, you know, time-consuming or whatever the thing is. And then something else happens, like a little sick kiddo, and then you're suddenly coveting the very thing. <laughs> because commute means that I have, I, I yeah, I'm, I have a child actually in the building of school today. So that is great. And thank you for those of you who reached out to wish her well and our family well in terms of health. Thankfully, it was just a just normal cold, but um, pretty, pretty sneezy, runny, nosy kind. So not the kind you, of course, want to send to school in general, but especially these days with wearing masks, right? It's like a whole other way to experience colds. Um, so it did mean but all, all three days of my days last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was not doing my commute. So I'm so happy to be with you here today. And if you are new to Drive Time, Thrive Time, then welcome. I'm so happy that you're here and tuning in. And really what this is all about is bringing you some additional ideas, some inspiration, some intention on this road of life after divorce while I am on the literal road on my commute. So Again, welcome. Thanks for being here. And also mention, would love to mention that if you ever have an idea for a topic that you'd like for me to address on um, in an episode, you're so invited <laughs> to give me that information. I love hearing from you. And you can do that inside our Happy Home Divorce Family Thrives Facebook community. You can also email me if you're on my email list periodically when I share new episodes with you, I invite you to give me that, you know, give me your ideas so you can always email me back or um, send me a, yeah, private message inside Facebook. So today we are talking about something that I know can be really, really hard. And this is the other person Um, for many of you, the other woman in your former partner's life, whoever the other is, this is about really finding your way forward and coping with that new presence of this new person. Sometimes the new person is not yet also a new parent, meaning that perhaps there was a new, there's a new relationship that you're adjusting to that your former partner now has a new partner. Um, and you might be, of course, there's all, all stages of this, right? You might be at a place where you're adjusting for the first time of understanding that, you know, that they have a new romantic partner and things are coming up for you around that. Could be that that relationship was, is somebody that you knew while the two of you were married. Um, that brings with it all kinds of things. And it could be that this is a person regardless of how they met, that's now becoming a parent to your child or children. And there's a lot that can come up with all of this. And so the first thing I want to say is it's really important that you honor what you're feeling. Okay. So when we, when we don't allow our feelings or we judge ourselves for our feelings or resist the, resist the feelings, it's a really good way to stay, create some stuckness in them. Um, and so we want to allow it, but we also got to, we want to get really conscious and 
aware and observant of what the feelings are so that we can track, kind of explore the feelings. The way I like to think of them is they're really um, the body's way of sort of manufacturing an experience that matches what we're thinking. So I'll say that again. I see feelings as the body's way of manufacturing an experience that matches our thoughts for us to have awareness of what we're thinking and how we're feeling is how we experience it. And so part of this journey, this life after divorce journey, is we all want to take the opportunity to get so, so um, informed and updated and current on who we are now, this, this present time version of ourselves. Because all of our power lies in becoming, in, in self-mastery, mastery of the self. And I think we sometimes think of, yeah, we want to have mastery of a certain set of skills or tools or sort of something outside of, you know, to be able to do something outside of ourselves. And really what I mean by self-mastery is mastery of who you are, of, of, of an awareness of how you operate, how you think, how you feel, what is becoming, what your patterns are, what your tendencies are, right? Because this lies like in understanding ourselves really is the only place for us to move ourselves toward more peace, more freedom, more joy. The things between you and that, if it feels like you're not right now living in peace and freedom and joy, the, the, the beauty and the wonderful news is that it's you, only you in between you and experiencing more peace and joy and freedom. And I know sometimes that feels like it couldn't possibly be true, right? Because you might, if you're not feeling if that's coming up for you, you might be thinking, well, yeah, except for if this wasn't happening around me and if this person hadn't done this thing and if I didn't have to be reminded of this every single day or if these texts weren't coming in or whatever the thing is, right? Then I could experience peace and freedom and joy. But it doesn't, it truly, the key here and what the potential is for all of us is that our experience of anything around us is coming through our own lens and we get to shape the lens and with self-mastery we begin to see oh okay I see where I have a lens you know I'm wearing a set of like a pair of glasses almost that is filtering we are all filtering every day all day long we are filtering and the filter is by I like to think of the filter as the meaning the meaning that we're making So we put on our glasses and we're making meaning of whatever we see through those glasses, which is why for some people, a certain set of circumstances, the same set of circumstances for two different people can have radically different experiences for them. So the same circumstances, one person can turn those into their, you know, a catalyst to make huge positive change to become stronger, more resilient, all the things. And for somebody else, the same set of circumstances causes them to create lots of despair or stuckness or whatever the thing is, okay? And so the part, the first place we have to look is what meaning am I making of this? What is, what is actually running in my mind all day in relation? And today we're talking about this, the other person in my ex's life and the other person, the new parent potentially in my child or children's life. And so I'd like to offer you today sort of five kind of steps or ways to be just thinking to help you uncover 
you, right? We're always trying to unearth ourselves. That is the human experience. We are unearthing, uncovering. Sometimes you say we're becoming more of who we are or, you know, we're transforming into who we are, right? Like, so I like to imagine that like the, the essence of who we are, sort of the soul essence, right? Like is here having this human experience. We're collecting experiences so that we can come back in a way, come back to what was, has always been. It's the true self, but all these experience end up being like these, um, layers, right? We think about the, you know, we hear people talk about peeling back the layers of the onion, right? So we, we have all of these layers of our lived experience and then life happens. And often these, it is these big disruptions, which is why I call divorce a divine disruption. These biggest disruptions that, that are the catalyst often for many of us to do, really do deeper inner work. We might've just been go, kind of going through the motions of life or sort of not questioning certain things, not examining, just being caught up in. And for a lot of us, list, you know, and those of you listening, because we have motherhood happening and we have raising kids and partnership was happening and all of that, like lots of things that take our time and attention and just, and distract us. And the distractions can be wonderful, yet they're also still distractions, right? And then sometimes we realize like, oh, a year or a month, a year, years start to go by and we notice that while we were really participating in a lot of things outside of ourselves that were distracting us from really understanding who we are. And so there is a dynamic I see over and over with all the moms that I work with and in my own journey where there is so, if we choose to look at it this way, our dynamic with our ex and then our, also our perception of our ex and their new partner has, is like just a volume of insight waiting for us to gather about ourselves based on how we are responding, okay? It is all, do you remember that everything in life we have co-created to be here? All the relationships, all the situations, right? they're uniquely designed for each of us to give us lessons to have us on this path. And also just because human experience has all of these kinds of things, nobody is shielded from pain or loss or all of the things that make up being human, right? Nobody is shielded from that. So we each have this path that we're on and everything on it is this interaction from us to the universe, to the world around us, creating experiences. And that includes our former partners, all of our partners, right? All of our friendships, all of our, all the things. That includes all the things. And so we can learn so much about ourselves if we're willing to be radically honest about what is coming up. So the first thing that I'd love to invite you to do. And here's what I would say, like, and you might, if you're driving with me, obviously do this as a mental exercise. And then later, if this is really resonating, if this is something that you're really working on right now, maybe you'd like to come back to it. Um, I, I will also put these five sort of steps, sort of their steps slash just some ways to think about your perspective around your former partner and their new partner. Um, I'll put them in the show notes too. But the first thing I want you to really consider and see what comes up for you is around forgiveness. Have you forgiven your partner for moving on? And notice if there is any part of you that has not done that. 
Okay, because I like to start my, like as we're approaching our dynamic and coping with the new par- the new partner, we first want to see like, did I clear everything from the past with my partner from when we were partners? <laughs> because if not, this there's stuff that's getting triggered that's really about you and clearing that and healing that. And so asking yourself and, and really leaning into this and sitting quietly, have I forgiven my partner for moving on? Am I forgiving? And and see what comes up for you. Because I imagine that if you're feeling like you're having a hard time coping with the new person, that there's some area here around forgiveness that is incomplete. And you will hear me talk about celebrating our marriage is complete. And actually, I am super excited. If you um, are on my email list, you know, because I was telling you about this over the weekend, I am hosting the first ever virtual retreat the life after divorce breakthrough, really an accelerated experience of getting complete, of celebrating your marriage is complete. So if as I'm talking, you're like, ooh, I'm noticing there's some things for me to work on here, this could be the wonderful chance for you to be, to work with me through these very things because there are three reasons that I share like that we wanna get complete. We do it for ourselves so that we can feel whole and healed and also wise, have our own Wisdom, we wanna get complete because completion means I have explored and examined and I have gratitude for where I've been, I have peace, I have freedom, I have joy, right? We want to have that for ourselves. You deserve to live in that state of joy and peace and freedom. So we wanna get complete for ourselves. We also get complete for our kids because any of this, any of this lack of forgiveness that you're experiencing or judgment or comparison you're experiencing toward your um, former partner, that your child's parent, will impact your relationship with your child and does impact and influence their relationship with their other parent. And if you're not in a loving direction toward that other parent, this is very, very detrimental. And I know that's not what you want to be sort of broadcasting is an is um, anger or hostility or frustration or, or you know unforgivingness toward their other parent. Our children need us to do this work because they need they need their parents, um, so and they have a right to have um, they have a right to the healthiest version possible of both of their parents, and that includes. We have to protect that for them. We have to fight for that healthiest version. And at times, we might even be the only carrier of that healthiest version knowledge, right? If you have a former partner who is in a place right now due to addiction or mental health or something else where they are not themselves, meaning they are not operating from their highest self, then you might even be the keeper of the knowledge of this prior version of their parent that was the healthier version. And you're helping keep that understanding and awareness while this person we hope gets the help that they need okay so so we get complete and taking a quick little tangent as I also take a little deep not a detour a uh, on the exit ramp so I'm gonna have to do rapid fire here through these five steps related to how to cope today we're talking about how to cope with the other partner in your former partner's life um, so but I was talking about why we want to get complete because it's really connected if you are having a hard time coping, then there's some aspect of completion still available to you. And so I was talking about the upcoming retreat, um, November 12th through 14th. It's virtual, so wherever you are, you're in the exact right place to attend 
Um, and I will have information for you about that in the show notes too. But when I, we were talking about the importance of getting complete, how we do it for ourselves. We do it for our children. We also, and this is also a really, really big one. We do it for our future partner, or perhaps you have a partner in your life and you're noticing that you can't, if you can't fully step into joy and peace and freedom because of your dynamic to your past partner, you are taking that away from your current partner, the opportunity to be with you in that, right? To share more of you in joy and in peace and in freedom. So we want to, I know you want that. And I know you want your partner, new partner to have that, right? So whether your new partner is here in present time or out in the future, part of why it's so important to get complete is so that all of this angst or frustration or whatever is not part of just how you're, everybody's experiencing you, right? We don't want that. And you don't, and you deserve to be past that. So the first thing I was asking you to sit with is this, have you forgiven? See what comes up with, for you and with you. Have you forgiven your former partner for moving on? And even if you, even if you didn't choose them, like choose the end of your marriage, right? I get that it might feel, well, how could I want, you know, if you wanted to stay in the marriage and they, they opted out or they had an affair and are now with the person that they had an affair with, whatever the con- the context is, there was something in your marriage not fulfilling you two as a unit, as a union that wasn't functional or wasn't thriving, right? And sometimes it does take the other person to leave for, for that to be, for it to fall apart in a way that ultimately is still here for us. So there is an opportunity to receive this gift this gift of divorce, even if it didn't come to you in the way that you would have liked. Um, right. And that by that, I mean, if the timing wasn't fair, the, the fact that they pursued a new relationship inside the marriage wasn't fair, all of these things are true. And still it is the best thing for you because if that person, your former partner was in that space, they weren't like you two weren't co-creating a strong, healthy, connected relationship for whatever the reason, right? And there's not about blame here. It's just about understanding and really exploring. Um, can I forgive them? Um, can I forgive myself? Right? So we're looking at forgiveness as this first thing, this first aspect, this first element. Can I forgive? And I would say, especially if you feel like, here's one thing I want you to notice, because I notice this in, in clients sometimes, if you're feeling like, well, I would be fine. I would be fine with them having moved on. I would be fine with the, a new person in their life. If only they hadn't, and you fill in the blank, they hadn't started the relationship before we were legally married, or they hadn't done it in a certain way, or it wasn't this particular person, or whatever the, the, you know, the, the if, um, if only statement is, this is really a big one for you to work on because you're the, the, um, the invitation that I have for you is that I would love for you to spend some time imagining and exploring and writing out if, if the circumstances were, were to be different and were to meet your criteria of what would be like the, a healthier, fairer way to have exited the relationship. What would, what would be different for you? What would, how would you feel differently? And really write that out and explore what would be different if your former partner had done it in a way that would be more, um, understandable for you, like something you could tolerate better, something you could work with better. 
what would be different? And really write that out because all of that answer is what you are, what's available to you the minute you choose it, okay? And I know that, that that's a big statement and, and it, I mean it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a decision. But I want you to see by writing all that out, if they had done it the way that would have been fair and just, what would be different? How would you feel differently? What would feel different in your life? What would you be at peace with? What would you be accepting of? Write all that out, okay? And then, um, then come talk to me <laughs> because, like, that's the stuff, right? This is why we, this is why we want to have, um, this is why we work together, right? To have, to have help with all of that. That's a, there's a lot there. If this is, if this is coming up for you, there's a lot there. And the beauty is surfacing all of that and working with it to see what in, what in, what is this bringing me? This is your, this is your path. Like this is the key to unlocking your freedom, your peace, your joy. Okay. So that this first one was a really big one. This is the forgiveness piece. The second thing that I would love for you to think about is where are you possibly interfering with your ex's responsibility for their own relationship? So sometimes we have an issue with the other person and this new partner and it's kind of all the same thing. Like it's in a way like their new partner maybe is in, is in conflict with some values for you or beliefs for you or parenting styles and preferences for you. And it's almost like your former partner and now their new partner kind of together represent some of these things that you disagree with. Okay, so I want you to notice that and really really notice if part of why you can't cope with this other person or you're having a hard time with it, if there's judgments there, if there's any place where there's some judgments on who they are as people, how they're showing up, how they parent, okay? That is, this is another really powerful place for you. Anytime we're in judgment, we know that this is big work for us, okay? So I want you to just really notice that and, and explore for yourself, are you willing to let them be responsible for their relationship with their child, with your, you know, your former partner, your ex and their child and your child together. And then this new person, there's so much that goes wrong when we are interfering with one another's res- things that they're actually responsible for. When we're reaching, you know, I often share with clients, like we want to stay in our own lane. We have to stay in our own lane. And it's so hard when we disagree with the other parent. And it's even more important. You must stay in your own lane because the if you're not in your own lane, you're just creating more tension and stress and strain. And who has to live in that? Your child, okay? And so this is really, really important. I'm not saying you have to agree. I'm not saying you have to, like, you, we're, we're gonna stay really conscious of all the things that are most important to you in mothering your child. And we're gonna look at all the things you want to more powerfully um, communicate, convey about you and your values, model for them, equip them with in terms of tools and skills and all of that. It's not that I'm saying like, leave it be. We're not going to even care what happens at the other home. What I'm saying is it's their responsibility. It's your former partner's responsibility. And that might also extend now to this new partner. And if you're, if you're in judgment of it, then that's your work. And again, I can help you with this, okay? This is part of getting complete also in this process that I'm talking about. Um, so there are three others. I did just pull up at my at my house here. Um, 
it is as you as you probably have noticed it's about a 20 to 25 minute drive so i am here so i am going to do part two on this tomorrow because there are three things three more things of five that i want to explore with you so tomorrow we're going to continue this exploration of how do i better cope with the fact that my former partner has a new partner and what I feel about them as a unit, this other person as an, as an individual. And I want to just say again, like there's such, there's so much power here for you to reclaim and you deserve to live in peace and enjoy and in freedom. Divorce is here to bring us awareness of ourselves so that we can have self-mastery and get to this place of joy and peace and freedom regardless of what is happening around us. And if we can get to a place of stillness and mindfulness, then no matter what is happening, including hard things or that we need to take action around, we can do it, we can, we can make changes, we can fight fights, we can, whatever it is that we need to do that to, to pursue something um, on behalf of our child, if that needs to happen or on for ourselves, like we want to do it first from a place of stillness and peace and joy, because then we know we're not doing it from a place of anger, resentment, judgment, right? Comparison, because anything we do from those places really interferes with us actually resolving what we most want to resolve and getting to what we most seek to experience more of. It just does. We can't create it from that place. Um, so I am so happy that you're here and want to again, thank you for tuning in. This is drive time, thrive time with me, Aaron Breeze, and I will be back with you tomorrow and we will continue this conversation. In the meantime, reach out to me if you would like to, and all the different ways that I said earlier, and those will be in the show notes too. Have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you soon.